Blog Talk Radio.
in a good relationship in the long term with the people you care for or just with the people with whom you're just negotiating a deal. Um, here is one key to a good negotiation. Always respect the person problem. So if you are not happy because, for instance, a person is coming late, don't accuse the person of being late, don't threaten, don't complain, rather listen to what she has to say, what is the situation that makes her come late, then explain in what way it is a problem for you when she is late, and when you respect the person and show an intention to find a solution, you will easily find one. Um, let's say that there are four uh, steps in a negotiation. The first step is to prepare. If remain on that case, a person is coming late, you need to know when she is coming late, how late she comes, and to know what are her, what are her conditions of life, if she has a car, if she has kids. And you need to know also what on your side is possible so that maybe you can just change her schedule and it would fit very well with you. Maybe you can uh, give her another thing to do. Maybe you can find someone else who can do that. So it's not you are late or you are not late. There are always so many options you can consider. So don't be stuck on you are late, you are in fault, so or you do this or we do that. This is the only way to create a problem or make the problem bigger and make it impossible to solve because if the person uh, is hurt, humiliated, maybe the only thing you will get is that she will leave and you will be sorry for it. So the first step is to prepare, to know who is a person, why it is a problem, who problem is a problem for you, what are the possible solutions, and what you are ready to do and what is not negotiable. So when you know what's your objective, what you really want, you are not going to start the negotiation by just an accusation, which of course leads nowhere. So when you have a good preparation, you have a lot of information, then you can really build an agreement and find a win-win and have a relationship that is possible in the long term and positive. So I just remind you then the basics is never attack the person, attack the problem. Don't try to say this is like this or like that and try and find all 
options possible to find an agreement where you are happy and the person in front of you is happy. So this is the first step. The second step is when the person comes to the negotiation, you need to set an intention from the beginning and say, we are not here just to fight and to get what we want. My intention is to understand the situation as as much as possible so that we can find a solution that agrees both of us. Um, so this is how you will open the conversation with something, a positive intention. And then you will let the person explain what's going on because even if you had a very good preparation, you cannot know everything about this person and maybe what she will say will surprise you. So you, you need to let the person explain how and why the problem is created and what could be a solution for her. And when you listen to the person, instead of saying, no, 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 yes, 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 you need to point out the points of agreement and tell the person what are the things on which she is right. If you want someone to listen to you, you need to prove to this person first that you understood what she said and second, she is right. No one will fight with you if you tell him he is right. Now, he or she will be open to listen to what you have to say. And then, of course, when you explain what you need and why you need it, then you can both be creative to find new solutions. So again, don't be stuck in this or that, but find all the possible options that can satisfy you and your partner. Now, the good thing about the preparation is that when you prepare, you know where you need to stop the negotiation to find an example that is really basic. If you want to buy a car, for instance, you know that you cannot go over such an amount. When you know that, so you know where to stop the negotiation. Um, now, the, the last phase of the negotiation, so it's to prepare, to listen, to exchange solutions, and the last phase of the negotiation is to find an agreement. So when you find an agreement, you need to be very specific. And if we go back to the first example, so this person, instead of coming at 9, she will come eventually at 10, but then instead of finishing at 5, she will finish at 6, or this person will work harder part-time than full-time. Whatever is the solution, you need to be very specific on all the 
terms of the agreement so that you don't have surprises afterwards about misunderstanding. But I thought that and you said that. So what I would suggest in such a case that the agreement should be written and that it should be signed and dated. And of course, when you find an agreement, you will have to follow up with the agreement and make sure that it is really effective and working for the two people. So if we have to keep one um, conclusion about how to negotiate, uh, consider the person in front of you as a partner. You are both of you having the same problem and you want to find a solution. So you respect each other. And the idea is to keep a relation that is good in the long term, even if the decision is to separate. You can separate in good terms and you can keep the person in bad terms. So try and always remain in the good terms, understanding, agreement, and positive relationship. This is something very general. Now, if you want to apply what I just said in your daily life for people you care for, for instance, someone you live with or your kid, your, uh, your roommate, etc. So when we are not happy with something, especially if this something is repeated, let me take another example then. For instance, your husband works very long hours and you are not happy because you don't see much of him and you don't spend time together. So there are two ways of dealing with the situation. One way, and you can be sure this doesn't work at all, is to complain and to say, you are never here, um, you come always late, you don't care about me, etc., etc. So complaining and going into accusations, of course, it cannot change anyway, not in the direction you want. And of course, the outcome will be that your relationship is going to be degrading because you are not happy and uh, if he's guilty, so he's not happy, etc., etc. So how to deal with such a situation in the daily life? Here again, you have a few steps. First of all, when you start the conversation, you don't say you are doing this and this and I'm not happy about it. You say, uh, when you come late, I feel that uh, 
all my efforts, for instance, to prepare dinner, or I feel that uh, I am not... Uh, I am not important enough for you, and so this is when you say when you do this or this or that. This is how I feel. This is the first part of it. Now the second part is to suggest a solution. Rather than blame, blaming someone, suggesting what could be done. Uh, is a first step to find an agreement. And when you suggest something, you will say what will be the benefit. I go back to my example, husband is late. If you would come, for instance, at such an hour, we could all have dinner together and we could do this or this or that. and whatever benefits you see to it, and that's why you are seeking it. Um, well, so the outcome of all this is sometimes it's better to lose something that is really small than to ruin your whole relationship in the long term. So that's why there is a... Um, you know, in the popular wisdom, there is a say that is times when you lose, you win. So, and they also say it's better to lose the battles than to lose the war. Uh, I don't know if uh, you also hear these things here. So when you are negotiating, you need to have a perspective because, for instance, if you negotiate to obtain a certain advantage and then you will lose something which is much more important. Let me give you another example, something that is happening now. There is a contractor who did a very good job on a building, but he wants uh, an extra payment, which is not very important, but he wants an extra payment. So imagine you are fighting with a contractor and you are very hard and demanding about this and you refuse the extra payment. But you know that this contractor is giving you a warranty on the work for 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. If you ruin your relationship with him because of this extra payment and you cannot find an agreement, maybe when you need him and he has to respect the warranty, he will not be as eager to help you and uh, he won't be as uh, cooperative with you for the next 10 years. So, and the same thing. If you are fighting, for instance, with your husband because you think that he absolutely has to take the trash out every evening and you ruin all your relationship, for instance, your vacation and I don't know what else you are having with him, 
you need to consider what is worth fighting for and always have a global perspective of what you really want. And again, sometimes it's better to lose a little than to lose everything. So let me come back and sum it up. Number one, you need to know what you really want. Number two, you need to know where to stop the negotiation because then after that, you are obviously losing your time and you don't want the deal. And number three, whatever is the outcome of the negotiation, you need to keep in mind that the relationship you are having with this person is important in the long term and you don't want to win and lose the relationship in the long term and remember you are living in an environment no one is totally isolated so when you lose one person you are also losing your image and sometimes it's much better to lose money than to lose a relationship and it's so much more important to build your reputation and to have good relationships with your environment than to have um, to get what you want in the moment on a specific thing. Well, I don't know if um, this makes sense to you and if uh, you have anything, uh, any questions about that. Well, we just got, uh, yeah, we just got about a minute left. Can you, uh, that was great. I loved it. Every week you come on and it's such helpful uh, day-to-day life, uh, things that we all uh, work with, uh, deal with in our lives, and that's what I like so much. But can you give out your contact information, how people can reach you? Of course. Thank you, Michael. So my website is www lifecoach-energyhealer.com You can reach me at 954-990-8192 I live in Fort Lauderdale but I also work online My Skype is Rosaline K.A. and uh, my email is rkenergyhealer at gmail.com as Michael said in the beginning, I am on Facebook and Instagram, and my IG Instagram is Healer. I answer any questions anytime. All righty, very good. We have it listed also on the show page as well to the listeners. Thanks so much for um, everything you bring to each show. Uh, it is a wealth of knowledge and very helpful. Uh, tips that you give uh, for our day-to-day lives that we live. So thanks so much, and you have a good weekend, and we'll see you back here next Thursday. Thank you. Next Thursday, I will talk about quantum touch. Okay, great. Look forward to that. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, everybody. 
Thanks for listening, and see you on the next show. Much love.